Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good evening, everyone. It is Friday, June the 2nd, 2023. It is currently 10.36 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, before we know it, it's going to be Saturday morning, and that means we should be wrapping up our first official week of study of the book of Jeremiah. We are dedicating the summer of 2023 to the book of Jeremiah and to the book of Lamentations. Most of it is going to be the book of Jeremiah, obviously because of its the size of the book and all of the things that are in it. So we'll be focusing mostly mostly on Jeremiah and 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 really we we kind of got a, a kind of a little bit of a head start. I gave you a little bit of things to do. I I, I threw in maybe a, a little exercise for you to work on something for a today's focus. But for our Bible study exercise for the summer of 2023, it is the book of Jeremiah. And really tomorrow, Saturday, just a few hours away, or yeah, well, depending on your time zone, maybe less than an hour away, depending on where you live. But for here in Texas, it's what now 10... 10.37 p.m., so it'll be midnight before I know it, and it will be Saturday morning. And on Saturday, you need to be wrapping up that first week of study. You need to try to try to kind of finish anything and everything up, and then you need to start looking forward to the next week. So I wanted to take some time this evening, right here, kind of on the right at the doorstep, right right there at the threshold of moving to the new week of Bible study. Sunday will be the official start of the new week. But we, as we are kind of right here, I just wanted to take a minute to just try to say, Hey, if you've fallen behind, don't, don't, don't give up. Come on. And, and if you need to finish some things up, just to encourage you to do that. All right. So are you ready? The book of Jeremiah. Here is what we've done so far. We we did a biographical kind of study, a biographical sketch in Jeremiah part one. You can go back and listen to all of these in the Bible study exercise podcast series. In Jeremiah one, we did kind of a biographical sketch. And what we we tried to do is just use the book of Jeremiah to show you that the book of Jeremiah gives lots of information about Jeremiah himself, which is a unique feature of the book. So I don't, I don't, I'm not saying we covered every single thing, but we covered a lot. I thought it was beneficial. I thought it was helpful. I thought it was a unique way to start the book. So hopefully that was beneficial. Then in Jeremiah part two, we did kind of an overview of the book. We talked about some of the problems with the book being difficult to understand because of chrono, it's not in chronological order. We talked about because it has maybe some Hebrew poetry in it, yet it's prophetic and all of the different things. Do we take it literally? Do we take it figuratively? And a lot of those things that we, we talked about, you know, what to do and, 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 and how to look at it. And, and and issues about Israel. And Jer- we just did an overview of the whole book. I did not give a definitive outline of the book, but I think we did a pretty good overview of it. Then in part three and four, we looked at Jeremiah chapter one, and hopefully you've really spent this week reading Jeremiah chapter one over and 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 over again. I, I always fear whenever we do 
any kind of Bible study, whether it's at church or even when I'm preaching sermons, I have, I'm always encouraging people to stay in like, you know, you know, like, let's say we're in a chapter and just stay in that chapter and read it and read it and read it and read it and read it. And I, and I just know that people never, for the most part, people don't really take that to heart. There's always some, but I think most like, I'm just going to go on to Jeremiah chapter. I mean, I read it. What do I need to do? You need to read it and read it and read it and read it until it enters into your bloodstream, until it, it, it basically merges with your DNA, until the chapter is so connected to you that you know, you, you see everything. The more you read, the more you see. The more you see, the better you understand. That leads to then being able to interpret. Remember, observation is the key to interpretation. So I hope you've spent a lot of time. If you haven't, please, maybe tomorrow. Or maybe at this late hour, grab a Bible, just start reading Jeremiah chapter one. If you don't have time to do that, just you can go to the uh, the Blue Letter Bible app, the U Version Bible app, and just all of those apps allow you to listen to the Bible be read to you. Just hit it, you know, set it to read it to you seven times, and just let it read it to you seven times tonight or tomorrow. Maybe seven times tonight as you're going to sleep, and seven times tomorrow. Whatever you've got to do, just get Jeremiah chapter one in you. Please, 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 please. So I hopefully you've spent a lot of time thinking about it, meditating on Jeremiah chapter one. I hope you have. I hope our two hours of study in chapter one was somewhat beneficial. I think we looked at some very interesting things. Now, if you remember, I've given you some assignments up to this point. Pretty simple, pretty straightforward. First thing I wanted you to do is I wanted you to go through the book and look at every time Israel and Judah is mentioned and determine was it literal or figurative? Is it talking about literal Israel, literal Judah, the nation? And if all of a sudden it magically goes, no, 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 that's no longer, you know, the, the nation. That's all of a sudden some spiritual Israel, spiritual Judah. You've got, to, I, you've got to be able to demonstrate when did it change and why did it change and what, what is the textual justification for changing it? And how does that impact all the others that you thought were literal? And then I wanted you to go through and just find and identify all of the places where it's using some kind of symbolic or figurative language just to just to see it like Israel and Judah just determine if that's literal or figurative and but then there's lots of places in the book where we have things like in Jeremiah chapter 1 and Jeremiah chapter 1 where we read this um it says here where is it Jeremiah chapter 1 Verse 13, all right, Jeremiah chapter 1, no, verse 11, I'm sorry, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Now, is, I mean, we, 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 we didn't really dig into this this week, but the question would be, was, was, was Jeremiah literally standing next to an almond tree? And he said, hey, see, what do you see? Oh, I see an almond tree. It's right there. Was he standing in front of a, or was he be given a vision of an almond tree? Now, I mean, I think there would be some disagreements. Now, the reason we may think it was a vision is because look what happens uh, immediately after. Jeremiah one thirteen, And the word, the word of the Lord came to him, or came unto me the second time and said, what seest thou? And I said, I see a seething pot. And the face thereof is towards the north. Was he literally seeing a seething pot right there? A boiling pot was right there next to him. So in both cases was Jeremiah like maybe next to an almond tree. 
And then God's like, what do you see? Well, I see an almond tree. And what do you see? I see a boiling pot. Was it, did he see literal objects here or was it given to him in a vision? We didn't really explore that this week. I was, again, a lot of times in the Bible study exercise, I don't say, I, sometimes I don't say certain things just to see if anyone out there will be like, well, wait a minute. Was it a vision? Was it not a vision? I sometimes wait. So, I mean, that, that's something for you to consider, right? I think we refer to them as visions. We did refer to them as visions, but I was wanting, waiting to see if anybody would possibly question that. So, I don't know. Like, what do you think? Which way would you read that? It's a, it's a good question. So I wanted you to go through. And the reason I'm wanting you to do that is because the, this, both exercises will have a profound impact on how you move through the rest of the book and how you interpret the rest of the book. If you're like, hey, throughout the entire book, Israel and Judah is literal Israel and Judah, then that's going to have a profound impact on how you interpret things when we get to the, you know, get to chapter 31. I think it's chapter 31 of Jeremiah, where we start talking about the new covenant. You're going to like, are you going to say, well, wait, 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 no, Israel and Judah. That's not, that's not literal Israel and Judah. That's the church. All of a sudden, are you going to re- replace it with the church? Like that, that's going to have an Im- important impact. And then when you go through all of these passages, if you've like, well, no, I see that's, that's figurative language. We've already got Israel and Judah. That, that's just important to establish. And then you've gone through the book again to go, look, this chapter has figurative or, or symbolic language. Like that almond tree is that, was it a literal almond tree, but it had symbolic meaning or was he given a vision? Like these are things that you're going to need to know as you work through the book. So hopefully you have worked on that. You have done that. I have not asked you to outline the book. I have not asked you to do that. I have not given you an outline of the book. We're kind of formulating an outline. I gave you kind of a, I did throw out a lot of different I was never super dogmatic with how I was outlining chapter one. I kind of left that to you. So, you know, if you want to kind of finish up an outline on chapter one, that would be great. Like just, just outlining the chapter by itself. So, you know, if, if, if you, if you want to do that, great. I mean, just, just whatever you need to do to finish up this week. All right. But we're, we're going to focus on one thing. And just remember, we, de- I gave you a little research project. Dealing with the Masoretic text versus the um, Septuagint and looking up a little bit, a few things there. You can go back and listen to that broadcast. Um, I've gotten, you guys have sent me a lot of stuff, <laughs> a lot of stuff. A lot of you jumped on that research project. Um, so that's good. I hope you don't forget all the other, but that's good. And we'll, we'll continue to work on that and we'll do some other broadcast about that. As we move forward in the book. All right. So there's Jeremiah uh, chapter one. There's, I think, a, a quick review of at least some of your assignments. But keep working. Jeremiah chapter one. Please read it and read it and read it. But here is what I really. So I want you to try to finish all of that up. I want you to try to wrap all of that up as we fast approach a new week. And we're going to move to Jeremiah chapter two. But here's what I want you to do in these last few hours, or, you know, I guess we can count all of tomorrow, but we're still getting down to the, so we'll, we'll say the last few hours and day 
of your study of Jeremiah chapter 1, before we wake up on Sunday morning and it's all Jeremiah chapter 2, before we get there, I want you to please, I beg of you, to spend some considerable time meditating, thinking, reading, discussing, talking, and I would go so far as to challenge you to memorize Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 16. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 16, where we read these words. And I will utter my judgments against them. Right, these are the, this is God speaking. I will, God, I will utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness, who have forsaken me, have burned incense unto other gods, and worshipped the works of their own hands. Now, we established in our kind of our last study in Jeremiah chapter 1, that touching all their wickedness is just a general description. It groups it all together. Hey, I'm gonna, I'm going to utter my judgments against, against them, touching all their wickedness. Then that wickedness is described in specific detail. That wickedness is broken down into three parts. Number one, they have forsaken God. Number two, they have burned incense unto other gods. And number three, they have worshipped the works of their own hands. And the worshipping of the works of their own hands was the idols that they have created, which I think in a roundabout way, they've created these idols. They're worshipping the idol, but they're really worshipping themselves. So if, if you wanted to think about it as a possible progression, and I threw out a lot of kind of just thoughts and threw out my own kind of just trying to create, you know, spark conversation. When we begin to forsake God, when we begin to walk away from God, we pull back from God, we begin to forsake him and our thoughts and our words and our desires and our feelings. We begin to forsake him in worship. We begin to just forsake God. We pull away from God. We begin to walk away from him. When we begin to forsake God, it creates, in a sense, a spiritual vacuum. See, as human beings, we are, we are created in the image of God. There is a spiritual aspect to us. So we will worship something. Everyone will worship something. All right. Everyone will. All right. Religious, non-religious, atheist, agnostic, everyone worships something. So when you forsake God, a spiritual vacuum is there. So you've got to fill it with something. And so you immediately fill it with something else to worship. So they begin to forsake God. And then what do they turn to? They burn incense into other gods. You begin to burn incense. You begin to worship other gods because you have to fill that spiritual vacuum. But look at the progression. You forsake God. You immediately turn to other gods. And then ultimately, you begin to worship the works of your own hands. Ultimately, you worship yourself. Look, you will either worship God or you will worship self. That's the way it's going to work. Many cases we say we're worshiping the true God. In reality, we're only worshiping ourselves. It's a constant problem. But you will worship something. 
Now, this is one of those cases that at, at this point in time, at this point in time, please hear what I'm go- going to say. At this point of time, I'm going to suggest, and I don't think any books, I don't think any Bible handbooks, I don't think any commentaries agree with me here. I'm going to put forth as a key verse, as of this moment, Jeremiah 1.16. I am going to say, you need to memorize that verse. You need to write Jeremiah 1.16 down. Just, oh, you just need to keep writing it out over and over and over. And here is kind of my, at least what I'm going to just put forth for you to start considering. All right. As, as, as maybe as early as Saturday night, depending on how many times you've read Jeremiah chapter one. If you have read Jeremiah chapter one at least 10 times, then you feel free to go ahead and move to Jeremiah chapter two. But when you move to Jeremiah chapter two, I want you to consider the words of Jeremiah 116, because I think what we're going to see is Jeremiah is about to bring a message of God's judgment. And that judgment is going to touch all of their wickedness. And that wickedness has demonstrated itself manifested itself in three ways. They have forsaken God. They have begun to burn incense into other gods and they begin to worship the works of their own hands. And I believe those three things are going to be shown over and over and over and over and over in the book of Jeremiah. That is at least a hypothesis. I may be, I, you, you can tell me if you think I'm right. You can tell me if you think I'm wrong. Or maybe just for the first section of Jeremiah, it's going to be repeated over and over. I think over and over and over, we're going to be like, look right there. They're forsaking God. Look, oh, wait, look, look, look. They're burning incense to other gods. Look, look, look. They're worshiping the works of their own hands. They're worship the, worshiping themselves. Forsaking idolatry, self-worship. I think idolatry is ultimately just a, a symptom of self-worship, but that we, we won't get into that discussion that we had on Wednesday night. Not everyone agreed with me on that, but that's okay. That's okay. I, I, I still want people to consider it. You can go listen to my hypothesis from, from, uh, from on Wednesday. That was Jeremiah part four. You can go listen to it in that episode. But I want you to just consider, I want you to have those things written down. Forsaking God, burning incense to other gods, and worshiping the works of their own hands. Or you can just say, or you can write that in in parentheses, put self-worship. And I want you to just keep those three things in front of you. And when you go through chapter two, when you, as you go through, go, oh, there it is. There it is. There's forsaking. Oh, look, there it is. There. And I want you to see how many times it shows up over and 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 over again. Now, maybe it doesn't show up as much as I think it is. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I'm projecting and I don't want to do that. But so I want you to go with, with, I want you to go into it with a skeptical mind. Well, you know, he thinks that this is the key verse and this is going to show up over and over. And over. I'm going to prove him wrong. Prove me. Go ahead and prove me wrong. That's, that's perfectly okay. I mean it. I'm not even saying that in a sarcastic way. I'm not even saying it in a sarcastic way. We'll just see if, if, if I'm, if I'm onto something. Now, I may get into chapter two. We may get into chapter three and I may be like, you know what? Forget it. Jeremiah 116 is not the key verse. So right now, remember, I like walking you through this. I don't like just giving you answers. I like, I like having you work for it. I have you struggle and look, right? That Bible study exercise is to get you up, up off the couch studying the Bible for yourself, not just listen to what someone else is giving you.
All right, but I cannot, I cannot, and I want you to just think about how those three things apply to your life and my life. And what ways do we forsake God? In what ways are you forsaking God, moving, walking away from Him? And what ways are you burning incense to other gods? And in what ways are you worshiping the work of your own hands? When God is forsaken, he is replaced. All right? I want you to hear this. When God is forsaken, he is replaced. And once he is replaced, we will ultimately replace him with ourselves. When God is forsaken, he will be replaced. And ultimately, we will replace him with ourselves. That can show up in a dramatic way or it can show up in a subtle way, but it's there. You begin to forsake God and guess what? In a sense, you start burning incense to other things. You're worshiping other things and slowly but surely you will place yourself there. It's the never ending battle. Even as Christians, listen, we can forsake God we will begin to replace God and ultimately we will replace him with ourselves sometimes while we're still claiming to be worshiping the true God. Remember, we forsake him internally before we ever forsake him externally. We start burning incense to other things internally before we start doing externally and we replace him internally way before we replace him externally. I cannot stress to you the importance of Jeremiah 116, or at least that's my feel. You may, you look, I don't know how many times you've been reading the chapter this week. You may, you may go, how are you missing it? It's not verse 16. How are you missing it? You may see something completely different. Hey, time's running out. Let me know. Let me know. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Jeremiah 116. I'm going to go to the Bible memory app. Now, if you go to the Bible memory app, if you go to the Bible Memory app, I've told everyone about the Bible Memory app. We're going to definitely use it here. Sorry, hitting the microphone. If you go to the Bible Memory app, if I can find where I have it, here it is, the Bible Memory app. And if you go to groups and then you do a search for theology or hit see all and then do a search for Theology Central. So the Bible Memory app, Download the Bible Memory app. Then you go to groups, uh, see all, and then do a search for Theology Central. I think we're the only one. Yeah, as soon as you start typing in theology, you're going to see us. Theology Central. There we go. All right. And here's all of our verses. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to delete every verse. I'm going to delete every verse right now in the group. I'm deleting every verse. I'm deleting every verse. Here we go. Live on the air in real time. And I will be adding, I don't know if I can do it on my iPad. Sometimes I have to log in on the computer to do it. All right. I'm going to see. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if I can do it here. It's having uh, technical problems. 
Let's see here. When I try to add verses, here we go. All right, here we go. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'll have to log in here in a minute to the website. Sorry about that. I will log into the we- a website here in a minute and add the verse. I don't know why it won't let me add it on the iPad. Uh, that's frustrating. But it will not for some reason. But I will log in and I'm going to add Jeremiah 116 to the Bible Memory app. And so download the Bible Memory app. Look for Theology Central. The verse will be there here in just a few minutes. And I'll get it uh, added. And once I get it added, start memorizing Jeremiah 116. Just, me- I want to, if you have it memorized, then as you're studying, I mean, I guess you could have it written down, but if it's just in your brain as you start reading Jeremiah 2, 3, and 4, you'll know, oh, wait, wait, wait. He thinks that this is a key verse. Does this have any impact on, does this show up in any way in Jeremiah 2 and Jeremiah 3 and Jeremiah 4? So I definitely want you to do that. Download the Bible Memory app and you can start. You can say, well, I can memorize it without the Bible Memory app. Yeah, you can, but the Bible Memory app is gives you other cool ways to help you memorize it. So, right? I mean, it's not like it matters one way or the other, but yeah, I mean, it's it's another tool that we try to give you to use, all right? So there you go. Now. That brings us to what we will be studying starting Sunday. Jeremiah chapter 2. There are 37 verses in Jeremiah chapter 2. All right? 37. Now, that means we probably, I, I think we can, we can probably get through the chapter uh, if you, if we, if everything works out correctly, Sunday school at Victory Baptist Church, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and then Wednesday will all be Jeremiah too. So that should give us a pretty good opportunity to finish all 37 verses. We may not be able to go as in depth as we want, but we should be, we, we should be right on track to finish everything that we can. But immediately when you get to Jeremiah chapter two, you're going to see moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem. So I, right now, I just want you to start reading Jeremiah chapter two. Once you've read Jeremiah chapter one, at least 10 times. Uh, there's some other things I could tell you to start looking for in Jeremiah chapter two. Right now, I'm not going to do that. Just when you start reading Jeremiah two, Think about Jeremiah 1.16 and just see how this that begins to manifest itself here. Now, clearly, we know that uh, Jeremiah is sent to, to Jerusalem. He's to go and to speak to Jerusalem. He's going to Judah, right? He's going to the southern kingdom, right? And, well, I, yeah, I, could, I almost want to start just working through Jeremiah chapter 2, but I'm not going to do that right now. I'm not going to do that right now. I could give you some things to look for, but I so I don't want to, I don't want to, mm, yeah. I I want to start going, hey, you should look for this and you should look for this, but see, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I want you to just look at it for yourself. Now, Jer- Jeremiah chapter one only had 19 verses. Chapter two has 37 verses, meaning Chapter one, 10 times, you're good. You know, seven to 10 times, you're pretty good at knowing it. 
chapter two, you're going to have to read it more than 10 times. So you need to really get a, an early jump on Jeremiah chapter two. Don't, don't cheat yourself if you haven't read Jeremiah one, 10 times. But I think Jeremiah two, your goal should be to read it 20 times. Your goal is to read it 20 times by, by the time we get to next, uh, next Saturday. That's the goal. 20 times. All right, I want to say so much more, but you can tell, you can tell that Jeremiah 1.16, that was the verse for me. That was the verse for me this week. That was, I don't know about you, but that was the verse for me. Because I'm definitely trying to use this study to really look at where I am spiritually. So I've just been thinking, oh wait, in what ways have I forsaken God? In what ways have I burned incense to other things? And how am I worshiping the works of my own hands? How how am I placing replacing God with myself? I, I have to stop myself now. Say, I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. I don't want to stop. I want to get, I want to say, Hey guys, let's just cheat, right? Okay. Hey, we won't tell anybody. It's just us, right? Just me and you. Right? Like, come on. Let's just, come on. Nobody will know. Let's just start studying Jeremiah 2 right now. You want to do that? Come on. Nobody's going to know it, right? We won't tell. You're, are you going to tell? I'm not going to tell anybody. Like, 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 hey, everyone else will be behind, but that's okay. You ready? Let's, okay. No, okay. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But, I do. I do. I want us to get a lot out of Jeremiah chapter two. I want us to get a lot out of Jeremiah chapter two. All right. Okay. Email me any of your assignments, any of your work, any of your questions, any of your thoughts. Let me know. All right. Let me know. And I know you're, some of you are still working on the little research project. Remember, don't get too, don't get too distracted by that. Yes, there is a difference between the Septuagint and the uh, Masoretic text. Yes, there's supposedly possibly two other Hebrew texts. There's lots of questions about like, okay, so which one do we go with? And yeah, maybe the, there's, uh, it sounds like the, the difference and order really is the later part of Jeremiah. So as we get further into Jeremiah, wherever we find major issues, we, we, we may try to bring them up, but, um, yeah, I mean, like, you know, we, we, we're, we'll, we'll, we are not going to completely ignore that. We will come back to it here or there to do a little bit more work. But, um, yeah, so if you've done a little bit, all I wanted you to see is, does everyone agree on Masoretic versus Septuagint? Or is there just like, no, like, how does, I just want you to get a general feel of what's out there and not get to get too distracted by it. Just to show you that when people are so dogmatic about it, you're like, well, wait a minute. Like, you know, they're, they're very smart scholars who may have lots of different perspectives on this. And are we just saying all of them are wrong? Like, you know what? Like sometimes, again, within the Christianity, it's the arrogance that sometimes is, is disturbing to me. But we want to keep this focusing on to understand the book of Jeremiah so that we can grow spiritually. I want at the end of the three months, that it's not just, I know Jeremiah better than you. I want it to be like, wow. I mean, it's been a three months of like a spiritual challenge to really grow spiritually.
But it doesn't mean we're going to ignore what's in the book. We will deal with issues. We will. We're going to try to find a, a happy balance here. And I don't know how well I'm going to be. Some some sections are going to require more work than others, obviously. And we will make it work. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. Newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. And I will conclude this preview, this review and preview by reading Jeremiah chapter one, verse 16. And I will utter my judgments against them, touching all their wickedness, who have forsaken me, who have burned incense unto other gods and worshiped the works of their own hands. Start memorizing that immediately. I will get it loaded to the Bible memory app here in just a few minutes. So download the Bible Memory app, look for Theology Central, join the group, and start memorizing Jeremiah 1, 16. And I will get that added in just the next few minutes. If you cannot find the Bible Memory app, email me, newsif at yahoo.com. I will help you find it. It's available for Apple and Android, and it is free. All right. Thanks for listening. Let's continue our study of the book of Jeremiah for the summer of 2023. God bless.